3: Previously on Winnie the Pooh. Edward Bear, known to your friends as Winnie the Pooh, or Pooh for short, you were suddenly jostled awake by a strange rumbling of the ground that you've never felt before. Yeah, Piglet remembers from looking around that you were celebrating Christopher Robin's seventh birthday last night.
1: Oh dear, Pooh.
3: You're able to make out uh, the words, help me, Baxen and enchanted <laughs> place oh uh, oh I pooh hi piglet thanks for noticing me
2: can i use some of this honey to keep your sticks together
3: we had the exact same idea he thought he saw honey from a beehive in a nearby tree if you could go and try and find tigger he just went over that hill over there maybe you could help him bring back some more honey yeah, something is... something strange is happening in the Hundred Acre Woods, guys. I don't know what it is. Something's weird. Did you see the the leaves change so fast? What was that? You realize that it looks just like the balloon in the grass you found outside Piglet's home that had a large 7 on it. But for some reason, this balloon has a 3 on it. And as your eyes turn away from the balloon and towards the sound, your fears are confirmed a swarm of bees is emerging from the nearby hive and flying right at the both of you. Roll for initiative. Alright, welcome everyone to part two of Winnie the Pooh, the mini-arc. If my voice sounds extra just luxurious and deep, (laughs) it's because I have a terrible cough and I'm losing my voice. But the show must go on. Um,
2: Yeah, we ain't got no time for your cough, man. So that's the last we're going to hear of it.
3: (laughs) Go ahead. I'm drinking my tea with extra honey uh, just for for Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. Um, So where we left off, you guys are in search of your friend Christopher Robin. He left a note saying, help, Baxon, Enchanted Place, and weird stuff's going on in the Hundred Acre Woods. Weird really trees, weird stuff. Some of it Tigger. Some of it
2: is not our fault.
3: <laughs> yes. Some of it, I would say some most of it. it is not your fault.
2: Oh, that's uh, a- good.
3: <laughs> and you guys are just trying to hold this place together as Eeyore and Tigger are acting weird and, and where we left off. You're trying to find honey for your friend Tigger, but stuck up in this high, high, mysterious tree, suddenly a swarm of bees is flying right at you. And now we roll initiative
2: all right we're starting off with initiative okay
0: oh,
3: it's
2: okay
3: so... 11 for me i bent over and banged my head against the, of the wall oh, oh no. I, what heard a good start. I heard that i thought
2: that was one of our neighbors <laughs> slamming a door
3: well that was <laughs> me being an idiot all right aaron you said you had an 11 yes sir Okay.
2: i got a one a two a three a four
3: Okay, Piglet, you're standing next to your trusted friend, Pooh, and you see a swarm of bees, I would say about 50 bees, flying at you. What do Good you God.
0: do? Oh, dear. Pooh, what will we do?
1: And I scatter, I scatter back onto the limb of the tree, like to the edge. So huh. okay, it starts Are to you like- bow like a, like, a uh-huh. sw- like a fat kid on a swimming pool diving board. Are, like you <laughs> on a are you holding? Are you holding that mysterious?
3: Are you holding that mysterious deflated balloon that had the three on it? Who had that? Oh, I, let me look at my items here. I um, think it's
2: Piglet. I think Piglet's holding it.
3: I think yeah, probably. I believe Piglet got on your shoulders last time in order to go mm-hmm. grab the deflated balloon oh, you saw. Right. So right, I think if you're holding that, maybe you drop it. But uh, we'll say you're holding it for now, and you back up. Do you? Are you wanting to ready in action? Or are you just kind of waiting to see what happens?
1: All right, I just like from the viewer's perspective. I'm trying to like embo- It's difficult to embody like Piglet as like the character in the kids show yeah. or whatever. But then uh-huh. also like I'm I'm fucking Piglet. Okay, Dro- well, I'm dropping <laughs> f bombs. I'm out here. I'm Aaron doing my Piglet thing. So this listen, is your
3: version of Piglet. That's yeah.
1: right. I'm doing it. More I'm fan doing Aaron, baby. That's
3: right. <laughs> you got a problem with it? You can
1: get the fuck out! I'm just kidding. Can i love you don't don't stop listening please don't we need you please stop oh no i'm uh yeah i'm definitely readying my stick to kind of like ward them off as i'm backing up i'm waving my stick around so i already in action to whack some of them bees i'll punch a bee in the face
3: if if one comes at you or if they come at you you're ready to to swing okay so that's ready, your yeah. action readied yep i will say the bees then up next they come and they fly right at you, and just as it seems they're about to collide with you and Pooh, they suddenly make a hard right, as w- moving as one big swarm. Mm-hmm. And they begin to uh, circle you very oh, quickly, man. leaving about a three-foot kind of like, uh, radius around you or diameter around you, kind of like they're circling you. and <laughs> you just hear that hum and that loud buzzing Mm. sound as they swirl around you almost like a ring okay that's that's so fast around you
1: look and that's all they do
3: for now what did you say
1: look poo they're celebrating us (laughs) no i i think it can i swing at them like can i are they close enough or no they're not they're they're not yeah, attacking they, you yet.
3: They're okay, not, close they okay. enough
2: to swing.
3: Yeah, they're close enough to swing if you want to swing. But was your action, were you readying it in case they attack you? Yeah, Or did yeah, you just yeah, want to wait yeah. until they were close enough?
1: No, it was, if they attack me, I'm coming at them.
3: I'm going to run.: Okay, so you. they're not attacking you yet. They are circling you, and they sound angry, pissed off bees, but they're circling you for now. You, Piglet okay. and Pooh, they're circling you. Yeah, Piglet's scared. And I'll say that that's the end of their turn. Pooh, what do you do?
2: I look down at Piglet shivering by my side uh, and I, I pat him just on, on the back and on the head, just peremptorily like pat, pat, pat. And then uh, I, I look around at this, this maelstrom of bees and bending down to Piglet's level, I say these words to him. I have a specific poem for times like these. Yes, times like these, Piglet, I have indeed been in the eye, in the very anus of the bees. So I will recite to you what I recited to myself then. Christopher Robin was listening at the time, but now I have you, and that's just as good. I said, honeybee, honeybee, where have you been? I have been to the garden to collect honey for the queen, the bean and queen. Anyways, honeybee, honeybee, which flowers did you visit? Daisies, sunflowers, and gaily dancing tulips. I, I like slant rhymes. Uh, so <laughs> what I'm doing D and D wise is something, an ability you gave me. So yes. I can recite mm-hmm. a poem to grant inspiration on my allies next turn. Um, and so this, this would be f- specifically for, for Piglet, whatever he chooses to do next, but I'm just, I'm yes. giving him inspiration with this. Um, I love it? that. Then, who wrote
1: that poem? Uh,
2: this is a poem that I found on PoemHunter.com. <laughs> uh The poet is named Rajesh. Re- Oh, my God. Rajesh Fankapan.
3: Nice. I'm going to stay away from Rajesh's poems.
1: <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
3: Yes. Just joking. Caitlin, is it Coming proper works. vernacular to say the anus of the storm? Like the next time a hurricane comes through California once in a century, should Screw I say the it eye. is the we're anus? In the anus. The, we're in the, the anus. We're <laughs> yes. We're
1: right in the middle of the booty <laughs> hole of the storm
3: here. I hadn't heard that term before. I love it. I, I thought you said the anus of the sem- bee.
2: Anus, anus of the maelstrom, so yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so I, I'm, I'm still going, so for, okay. you know, I, I straighten back up and looking kind of askance at Piglet, raising my arms to my side, I start to flap them gently and I'm like, the best thing we can do is to speak their language. They sound angry, but that just might be they're excited. So yes, piglet, they might be celebrating us or they might be angry. Either way, we should try to communicate. And so I want to I want to I want to read them. I want to like try and like perform in such a way that I, th- I have called upon in the past because I have had many an encounter with a bee um, to what I think I'm I'm doing a bee dance to signal we are friends. Because that's how bees talk. They talk through dancing. So I'm gonna try and do a, a bee dance to signal we are not a threat. We are friends.
3: Okay, I love this. First of all, before I have you roll performance, I would like or animal handling. What do you think? Doesn't I guess matter. that matter. it's all, pleasure, it's just all baby. That That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's if true. It's, it's all straight to up. That's all. Our
2: adventure. Now you guys know what you what you should roll for these things.
3: That's true. Yes, I have. We have try to keep the numbers very, <laughs> very simple. But then, yes, but that, it means would, that no- but that
2: would influence, I guess, like the answer you give me or like how they respond. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but
3: I, before I have you roll, I want you to describe yeah. said dance. You, t- you oh. said a little bit, but <gasps> this is interesting. Oh yeah, because
2: you have to determine a DC based off of what I do. Okay. Uh, yes. I so having my arms out to side, I I flap them slightly akimbo up and down, and I wiggle my butt. Um, in a figure eight motion, uh, but slow the entire time. And so it, it looks like I am a screensaver alien from 1999, uh, just slowly and sinuously moving uh, in a non-threatening manner. So arms flapping, butt undulating. I am one with the bees.
3: Okay, I love it. I'm going to have you roll with a DC of seven. Oh, I oh. love
2: low DCs. Thank you. Come on, baby.
3: You're
0: the one? Oh, no.
2: Six. Oh, ah, no. Like, it's like my dice heard me and you, and it's like, you know what? Fuck you. This is what you uh, Hey, but
1: I learned the word akimbo, so like, I think that's a win.
3: Also,
0: just a great word, yeah.
2: It is arms akimbo.
3: Yeah, I think you are trying to remember from your prior instances with bees, which are a plenty, and I think you're trying to remember a dance or a movement of what you remember, or Christopher Robin might might have told you about bees. And I think you're you're (laughs) you're forgetting the the you're you find yourself kind of moving in a clockwise motion. But you forgot it was supposed to be counterclockwise. And so what you're actually signaling is very offensive to them and hostile. <laughs> they, don't, they don't understand it. They're confused. And so I'll say that one bee breaks off from the, from the middle and bzzz, comes close to you, rests on your nose, curious, and then moves to sting you in the nose. Now, the way this is going to work is I'm going to have every time a bee tries to sting you, it's going to be a straight up D20, a 10 or above. Oh, no, no, wait.
2: Our AC is 10. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, yeah, I need to see if I hit first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if it successfully hits, I want you to roll, but I'll get there in a second. Actually, let me see if I can get above a 10 to hit you. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was a 16. So we successfully it is targeting you, but I want to see if this 1B does any kind of HP damage. So I want you to roll a D20, and on a 10 okay. or above, there's no damage. On a 9 or below, you t- you lose 1 HP. And okay, this B and this B dies.
2: Oh. Oh no. That would be a 3. Bees are dying today. Yikes. Sorry, children. Yeah. You have We're killing yes. the bees. The first right, blood so has been down. the
3: first blood has been shed.
2: Huzzah! All right. I'm so down. you six lose. HP.
3: Yeah, you're at six HP. Yikes! And now, piglet, the first blood has been shed. It was this your ready to attack? Now you're ready to. I'm ready to go for th- the throwdown. Yeah. Tell me when to okay, go. Okay, so tell me what you do. You're you're gonna just kind of swing your staff. I swing You're recklessly,
1: the- just around, just like up and like angled slightly up, like a horrible child's pinata swing. But just I go full circle, three sixty. Just anybody that's close, I'm just smack in the air.
3: Yeah, can you <laughs> roll a d twenty for me?
0: Yes. Yes. Seventeen.
3: Oh yeah, you hit. Now I want you. And when you're doing this with the motion, with the ring moving so quickly, you almost like when you swing and strike, it cuts through a few of them. So roll a d8 to see how ooh. many you actually kill.
1: Okay. Ooh, 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 Damn, a d8. I like
0: it. Oh, five. Yes. It's a great roll. All right.
2: Six bees dead. I'll keep the dead bee count going.
3: <laughs> yep. I'm writing them down too. We're down to 44 bees and now piglet it is back to your turn again uh the bees are still circling you and are they are growing in intensity angry about what's happening about the hostility you two are bringing to this um what do you do next i
1: look over at, at Pooh, and i'm i'm trying to get, like do we run away do we stay so i like to perceive what what uh poo's feeling
3: based on their emotions. I mean, yeah, you can just ask him. Yeah, I'll let you have a line or two back and forth. Okay.
1: Pooh, should we fight them or should we leave?
2: Well, typically the dancing stops it, but it seems to have only whipped up a frenzy around us.
0: Pooh, did you cuss at them And B?
2: I think I got it backwards. I, I yes, I, I said probably some bad words that Christopher Robin, uh, me once, uh, but I, I won't say them here. It's okay. Um,
0: okay, well, oh, look,
2: a pig, piglet, I have balloons. Can you hold them off while I get the balloons going? Yes, You can ride one.
1: I can do that. I'll hold them off, Pooh. Get that balloon, Pooh, and then as embrace uh, I just...
2: your inner rage that I know you have, oh, Pooh. <laughs>
1: hopefully that shit over that came up on the mic and i start smacking them bees again i roll my d20 18
3: oh yeah that hits roll a roll a d8 to see how many you knock down four down to We're 40 down to 40 40 bees and now uh <laughs> after you've you've struck the bees that that what used to be a continuous ring, starting to have a couple gaps in it of the bees since you, you've knocked down a few.
2: Yeah, we've killed 20% of the bees.
3: These bees now were the first time a single bee came out and went for you, Poo. Now three peel off and come for you, Piglet. <laughs> so am just comes- waiting for
2: Big bee's hand version of these bees. <laughs> like- <laughs> it's,
3: great. it's great. Okay, that, that was an eight, so that one didn't hit. Oh, that was a five. That one didn't hit. And yeah, that was an eight. Okay. So th- you were just dodging this like matrix style. You mentioned <laughs> matrix earlier in the last episode. Kate. They're
2: wary of that stick.
3: Yeah. You're just dodging them. I think you're probably pretty good about being terrified of everything. And so your anxiety is just, it's just guiding you to avoid these bees. And as soon as the bees like sw- swish by your, your body or your face, they go back into the ring and re- regroup and continue circling again. That's back to you Pooh.
2: Uh, I am, I have one of the, the balloons out and I am going to use my whole turn to just blow it up. And I'm, I'm blowing it up as I'm trying to blow one like bigger than piglet. So I'm, I'm trying to, uh, make basically blow it up to like one and a half times the typical size that you would have for a balloon. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm doing, and i'm I'm not even like i'm I'm just like making eyes at him over the balloon, kind of like uh seeing him just dodge uh very just quickly and majestically and and nodding my my approval, but yeah, just pursing the lips and uh inflating a balloon that uh i'm I'm trying to get big enough because I have plans
3: yes, I'm gonna say. That the balloon that you're blowing up is is yellow. And as it's getting larger and larger, you hear the bees make a different sound all of a sudden that you don't you hear something turning and you don't know what it is. Piglet, your turn. As
0: he swings the the stick, I think I think he's gonna
1: spin it over his head. Like a helicopter,
0: as fast as he
1: can, and he's gonna try to like walk into the line of the bees, like uh, like (laughs) against the pattern of them. So like the bees are not gonna fly away from his stick; they're all gonna fly into the stick that he's spinning around like crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His hope is just to like spin along the outside of the edge of the radius and just like mow them all down.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna say roll if you want to roll this one with inspiration. I want you to. Roll at least a fifteen to grant this kind of like double action. There's an eighteen. I'll, on your without inspiration with, on your first with, one with inspiration okay, four, with inspiration I four and then an eighteen. Perfect. Okay, so you can mark off that you've used your inspiration from yeah. the poem. Sweet. And so this time I want you to roll a d eight twice.
0: <laughs> oh
3: hell yeah. Oh five. Well. It's okay. Oh no, that was a D eight twice. Yeah. Oh no. Well it still looks sick. It looks so yeah. cool. Maybe the coolest thing Piglet's ever done. Probably. If you think killing again, if you if you think killing beasts is cool. Killing beasts, yeah.
1: Murdering <laughs> murdering all these
3: woodland creatures. Hey, they came at you. They came at you. I guess I guess yeah, they drew first yeah. blood. They they they're the ones who stung first. Now it's the bees. And I mentioned earlier that you heard a different kind of sound, like the pitch of their cohesive buzzing sound seems to kind of go up a pitch or two. Who can you roll animal handling? Yes. Uh, Or actually, you know, roll history with with advantage for me.
2: Ooh. That's a nat 20.
3: Okay, well, there's no reason to do it a second time. You know, in your experience with bees, the importance of like a hierarchy and the, the importance of a queen bee to a hive and just like so, something new introduced into an environment that's set with a hierarchy and how that can sometimes confuse bees and it can upset the balance in a certain way. And you see these bees all of a sudden stop. The, the, the spinning of the ring kind of stops and they become this kind of cohesive or to this, this floating uh, blob, for, for lack of a better word. hey you know what? The, the, the term is swarm, Adam. And they become this, this swarm <laughs> that kind of just floats there <laughs> in this one kind of cohesive piece. And they start one at a time going to this large yellow balloon and landing on it. And they're not attacking it, but they're just landing. And they're just kind of gently landing on it. And they start walking over it as if they are entranced with this large yellow balloon. And they stop attacking momentarily and are transfixed. Pooh, what do you do?
2: Um. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh. <laughs> Uh, I, I kind of hold it in front of me slowly um, and just you know by the very end which I have not tied off yet and looking at all of them settle in uh, I, I wait for the last one to land and I walk slowly out to the edge of the of the branch and I let that baby go and it just zooms off into the ether.
3: Hell yeah, yeah! Those bees are going on a ride. They are clinging on, and they are just zooming with with. They're with their new god now. With their new god, <laughs> and they just zoom <laughs> off further and further higher, and in the distance until they eventually disappear and are out of sight. Wow!
2: Poo. good
0: job.
2: That was really awesome. Thank you. I I I was planning on us taking a ride on that, but that. That works too. Well, you You embraced your inner fury. I I have not seen that from you in a very long time, Piglet. Well, it's That's very impressive. rare.
0: It's
1: very rare that there's danger. Real danger. In the thousand acre woods. Million ac- hundred thousand acre woods.
3: Hundred. <laughs> hundred. It's
1: hundred acre? It's not a thousand.
3: God damn it. No, <laughs> it's actually
2: hundred. <laughs>
3: All the I, I kind of like
2: this though. It's just the acres change.
3: <laughs> just like yeah, seven hundred and fifty. It feels like a thousand acres to to piglet.
0: That's right. That's right. We usually don't have to worry about things in the woods. Usually, Christopher well, Robin is here. I we know. sure need to find him.
2: Why do you think that there was? And I look again at the kind of deflated balloon in his hand. Why does that say three
0: and not seven? Well, I think this is one of the other balloons that we found. This is from another one of Christopher Robin's birthdays, maybe. It looks very similar. So he had his birthday
2: up... Here? I don't remember ever having that happen.
1: Me neither. And I've never seen one of these trees
0: before. This is a big tree, uh, Pooh. This is a
1: tree unlike
0: big. any tree I've seen around here.
2: Maybe the ground shaking is building new trees. Mm. But, well, I guess we should do what we came here and... I, we said... To or we'd help him with his house, and that we'd help Tigger down. We got Tigger down, but we still need to help with the honey. And so I, I kind of look around, do, and so I'm looking for honey. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Like these, these bees are gone. Yeah, did they leave a honey hive behind?
3: Where's oh yeah, poop? that their hive, their their hive is is empty. They all came out when they heard the commotion and the rattling, probably of the. The earthquakes, the ground trembling didn't help and saw you and probably thought you two were the ones causing it. But yeah, I, I would say it's just probably, like I said, if you walked down your branch to the trunk and then you continued walking out to, the, to another branch that kept mm. extending out the opposite direction, you would get to the hive.
2: Yeah, I, I start to do that. I, uh, I don't even explain myself to, to Piglet, just assuming that he knows what I'm doing.
3: Perfect. Yeah. How? Tell me how you're doing this, or how you're gathering it. How would how would Pooh? He's the master at obtaining honey from hives. How is he? <laughs> describe this process to us.
2: Well, typically, I'm used to eating on the go, meaning I don't really. <laughs> I, I eat the majority of it straight out of the hive, uh, but you know, I do also keep pots of it at home uh, just for mainly my enjoyment, but anybody who wants to come by and join me for tea or for lunch or for any other meal. Uh, So what I've done during those times is I will detach it from the branch that it's on and I will hold the branch kind of like you, you see uh, like, you know, just images of somebody with a bundle over their shoulder, you know, going on the high, like Mm -hmm. a, like a hobo or something like like that. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And so I kind of do that where I I keep it on a, I, I aim to keep it on the branch and just heft it over my shoulder to carry with me until I get to lower ground and then put it in some kind of receptacle.
3: So you're saying you want to detach kind of the limb that this thing is hanging from, put it over your shoulder, and now you're still super high in the air. How are you planning on getting down? With all of this weight.
0: Balloons, Just, baby. Yeah.
3: Just then Piglet walks up. A lot of balloons. And says,
0: Pooh, <laughs> how many balloons do you have? How many
2: balloons did I start with?
3: I, I would say dozens.
0: Okay. More than I can count. Well, maybe we should blow some balloons and get our way down.
2: That's an excellent, splendiferous idea, Piglet. So I, I, I hand him some. I you know I start to, to blow some up as well. Um, and as yeah. I'm blowing them up and tying them off, um, I am uh, taking like bits and pieces of like my own because I don't have like all the string for it. Uh, but I do I do have. Um, bits and bobs of my my shirt and so I just you know, mm. make sure each of them have something so you are wearing like a, a shirt. Oh, I'm bare? Last time this you just pulled bear, bear
3: This is AA a. Milne Winnie the Pooh. Okay, excuse me. So
2: I take some of my uh threading. You can take Piglet's shirt. Piglets wearing a shirt. Yeah. No, I don't do that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh I I take some of my I continue to take some of my threading and just yeah. As you get, you're th- get th- the balloons so. Yeah, I'm I'm doing like lots of balloons.
3: Yeah, Peggy, what are you doing to help the operation?
1: Yeah, well, I walk over and I say, Pooh,
0: do you ever wonder if there's more balloons in this tree? Do you think we should look for them on our way down?
2: Do I ever think of that? No. I meant... Now am I thinking of that? Yes.
1: In the last minute or so?
2: In the very last second, once you said it, yes, I am thinking about that now.
0: Well, so, what do you think? It doesn't hurt to try. Okay. Do you need any help?
2: Uh, yes. What? <laughs> 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 kind of like flustered. Like I, I'm in the middle of like blowing these up, and so I start to hand him. I, I start to hand them them so he can like tie them off with the with the string oh, that oh, I offer to. Oh,
1: poo. I'll tie these off, but I don't want to fly away. You weigh way more than me.
2: This is true. This is true. Uh, Let's see how many well, I, I can
1: hold before I start to fly away. How about that, Pooh?
2: That sounds like a great game. Almost as good as counting <laughs> poo sticks. Let's Ooh. count balloons to see until you go.
1: I love poo sticks. <laughs>
2: Why
3: does poo sticks just sounds like it's what so you call bad. like going number two? Yeah, for sure. I made a Drop I made logs. a poo stick. I made a poo, a poo stick. stick. <laughs> a I'm slim counting.
2: Poo, I'm counting poo sticks back here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, so you guys are again. I'm I'm not gonna make you kind of like go through all of these steps, the tedious steps. Yeah, not
2: to get in the weeds or anything.
3: Yeah, I'll just say you two are working as a team, and with that, I'm gonna grant you both, um, kind of like inspiration as help. Since you guys are working in tandem. Okay. I just want you both to roll above a 10. Okay. With your inspiration.
2: Okay. I'm glad I had inspiration. Yeah, 20. Well, that didn't happen. Highest I rolled was an eight.
3: (laughs) Okay. Perfect. I'll say you both start descending. And it's a smooth operation. Are you you separately? are, Are you kind of like both holding your own balloons and you both with one arm or also hand are also holding this beehive tr- uh, branch between the two of you. How does the, how is this looking going down? I think well,
2: I would think, well, go ahead.
3: Well, I didn't want to speak for you, but I was going to say maybe you have the bindle, the
1: honey bindle and the balloons. So like one hand on your shoulder and one hand up, and then I just hold onto your leg or something. Or hop on your yeah.
2: Back. I, 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 see me still like so used to holding on to piglet uh you know what making sure that he's safe but also i just like the company uh so you know that just from everything to traipsing in the woods to uh looking for christopher robin in a game of hide and go seek to going to visit friends to climbing when i just it fits that whenever i am with piglet we end up holding hands so i am definitely uh, definitely just situating him where yeah he's holding onto one of my my legs and i have tree branch one hand bundle of balloons in the other i'm mary poppins y'all wonderful <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that was a great reference Thank, Thank
3: you, you for that. So you both are descending, and after Piglet's idea, you are distracted more than, the, than on the way up. This time you are looking for other balloons, other balloons
0: mm-hmm.
3: from prior birthdays or, or, or whatnot. You're just looking for any kind of other clues that might be in this tree. And as you're going, can you both roll a perception for me?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Screw this dice. 19. This is now the third time I've rolled a six tonight. The devil's coming. <laughs>
1: Damn. <laughs> Watch out. S-
2: Surprise, guys. The Baxton is the devil. It's <laughs> Satan. No. No, Satan
1: coming for you.
2: <laughs> Sup, hey, you roll, You
3: rolled a 19? Damn, you got some 19. good rolls tonight. Yep. That D&D Pooh D&D has some good dice. That's right. So, Pooh, maybe you're a little bit more even distracted trying to hold on to the balloons. And Piglet, you're looking out and with your expert vision looking out, very adept at looking for danger. You're also just great at picking up details. And as you're looking around, you do not see anything else in this tree. No other balloons, nothing else that seems like a clue of something else. And Pooh, being a little distracted, a little... Uh, uh, yeah, distracted trying to look for this balloon and also the one who's holding most of the weight, I'd say on your way down... a little encumbered. (laughs) Yeah, you're encumbered. You're literally holding everything, it seems like, and Pickles is holding onto you. I'll say when you get about 10 feet from the ground, you lose your grip and you fall. And in a last-ditch effort to protect your friend, you roll over onto your back and piglet just kind of lands on your soft belly but you take the brunt of this falling damage but luckily being so round and fluffy falling damage is only halved for you another feature that you have so you take Mm -hmm. oh that would have been six you take three damage
2: oh i am a (laughs) bloodied what's
3: your what how many do you have left you've been three
2: hp out of seven piglet
3: you're invincible you're invincible aren't you at ten
1: I have ten. Yeah, wait. Who has ten? Yeah, too. you're
3: perfect. You haven't been touched. No,
2: I'm HP seven, AC ten, HP seven. Oh, maybe I'm looking no, at you, different.
3: Slack. So you took You took a hit in the first episode when the tree fell down. Oh, is that you, what happened? You got stung once, and then this damage. So, you,
2: oh, okay.
3: I think you're. <laughs> yeah, what are you at?
2: I'm just. I'm just the punching bag. Um. Uh. I'm at three now. You're
3: at three now. Ouchies. Um. So yeah. You get down. We're
2: going to kill bees and we're going to kill Pooh.
3: I know. That's what this story is going to be, guys. Hold on. <laughs> Pooh and Piglet, you both successfully obtain what looks like enough honey to help glue poor Eeyore's house of sticks back together. You descend, not so gracefully, this tall, mysterious tree, make your way back to his home with Tigger, and get to work. The four of you work wonderfully as a team. Piglet giving out instructions, Pooh handing sticks to a jumping Tigger, who's able to reach tough to reach places, and Eeyore using his bulky body to brace the house as the honey slowly dries.
2: Yeah, that body's bulky.
3: Using that butt. (laughs) But before the honey has fully dried, you both regretfully leave a little early because you need to find Christopher Robin and figure out what is happening in the Hundred Acre Woods. You set off with warm wishes from Tigger And one last butt wag from Eeyore.
2: Friends, half forks, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I'm here at the break to say, well, how do welcome, come on down, and all that fun stuff. Uh, I really hope that you're enjoying this special edition that we're having, this um, multi-part for you guys to listen to, but uh, complete one-shots in the world of A.A. A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, something that we were very excited to bring to life. And then, of course, we're putting our own spin on it. Uh, Twisted and sentimental at the same time you guys know by now how we work uh, so anyways I, I really hope that you're enjoying it and we'd love to hear your thoughts so you can reach out to us uh, you can email us at uh, our, our email is omamamshow at gmail.com you can also reach out on Twitter our handle is the same as our gmail it's at omamamshow and we'd love to hear from you just drop a line say hey tell us what you think so far uh, but we also would love to invite you to share this with friends bring others on the journey with you on this senior path of lore and uh, honey-dripping intrigue. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but you, you get the idea. We, we'd love to, to spread the word, and this is the perfect time to do it. These are small, little, bite-sized tidbits of our adventures instead of the uh, growing leviathan that is the, the main storyline of O'MamMam, and so it would be a great kind of uh, appetizer for any potential friends or frenemies or co-workers or love interests or just that random guy eating the corn dog on the subway with you uh, lean over tap his shoulder and say hey you got to listen to this I know what it what'll tickle your fancy <laughs> uh, but yes please share it share the word we, we'd love to to spread this love and joy and um, have others on this journey with you So thank you for listening. We love you so much. That's enough of me rambling, and let's get back to the show, shall we?
3: You both continue walking until you eventually arrive at a sandy part of the forest. As you walk through this area, you can see Baby Roo in the distance off the side of the trail. He's practicing very small jumps in the sand, falling down mouse holes and climbing out of them.
0: Ha 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 ha! Ha Whee! Look at me jumping, Mom! Are you watching? Hee
3: hoo You both stop walking and watch Baby Roo in this continuous cycle where he disappears into the ground and eventually re-emerges a few seconds later, excitedly talking to his mom.
0: I'm not ready to go home yet. Just a few more times, please.
3: After doing this another time or two, Baby Roo notices you both and waves.
0: Oh, good afternoon,
2: Pooh. Good afternoon, Piglet. Come say hello to Mom.
3: Uh, Do you guys walk over there? Yeah.
2: I, I, I wander, yeah, closer. Just curious to see what is going on.
3: Yeah, so you both peel yourselves away from the trail and make your way across the sandy ground towards Roo. Who has started diving in and out of mouse holes again. After a few seconds, you arrive near Roo and stop under the shade of a large tree. Roo pops out of his hole with a smile and hops over to a small branch sticking out of the ground. Hanging from this stick is a small piece of wood with the word Kanga painted on it in crude handwriting.
0: Mom,
2: Pooh and Piglet came by to say hello! I, I kind of lean towards Piglet. Is this a game? What do you uh, mean? Who,
3: who, are you asking Piglet? I don't no, know. I'm, I, yeah,
2: I'm asking Piglet. I'm asking Piglet, yeah.
1: Uh, do I know
3: that, what, that would No, be- I don't think you know. You both can roll history for me.
2: I graduated up to a seven.
3: I also <laughs> rolled a seven. <laughs> it's, it's, I promise you, it's not the honey that you had last night, but something weird is just happening in the Hundred Acre Woods. And somehow these changes are affecting your memory and the way you perceive things sometimes. And it's not until this very moment when you're standing here that you're almost just reminded that, oh yeah, Kenga's been dead for several months and sick. And baby Rue has had this... Well, obviously he's having a hard time, but this is how Baby Roo is processing that.
2: Wait, where is Baby Roo living right now?
0: I'd say he's living in the same in the same home.
2: Okay. I I kind of shake the the, the feeling of like cobwebs out of my head, uh, as if I'm just coming to with that sudden flash of memory. I look at Rue and then back at uh, the, the mound that is, is now the resting place of Kanga. And bowing my head a bit, I say, It is
0: lovely to see you again, Kanga. And Piglet walks up to Kanga and says, Your mom was really, really kind. she loved you a lot and we all really miss her and these words they don't fall
3: on they're not they don't falling on deaf ears but this way that baby Rue is processing it is almost just trying to brush those things off it's like I don't want to sit with those feelings because it hurts too much so I'm just going to kind of keep playing in this or I don't know if it's a facade or not. I mean, I guess it kind of is. but Or just this way they're grieving. I don't think they want to press into what you're pressing into, Piglet. Even though I'm sure later when they're able to process in a different way, those things yeah. will still will, will, will hit him later. Yeah. So instead, Baby Roo looks down at the stick and sees some, some dried flowers that are kind of long dead that have been laid there. And baby Rue turns to you, Piglet.
0: Piglet, do you mind finding some fresh flowers for mom?
3: Knowing how much you love picking flowers yourself.
0: Oh, sure, Rue. Oh, sure.
3: Yeah, Piglet, I'll let you roll nature with like advantage as if you are walking away and you're going to go pick maybe some of your favorite flowers. And depending on how you do, I'll let you tell me what you find.
0: That's a 19 for the first roll. Oh, yeah.
3: For oh, sure. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, you, you got it. I'll, I'll say, what do you think Piglet would find? What do you think Piglet's favorite flowers would be, maybe, or maybe something that would remind him of Kanga or Friends? I think he, I think Piglet walks around and looks for little daisy
1: stems and any any wildflowers that are kind of just
0: on the path popping up even if they're not super flowered um just little little frilly plants um with the intention of like putting together like a bouquet
3: yeah piglet you bring over this beautiful bouquet of wildflowers and lay them at kanga's resting place and for a few quiet moments you and Pooh sit under the shade of this large tree next to kanga all three of you watching as Baby Roo continues diving in and out of the sandy ground. You continue walking along the path toward Christopher Robin's tree and soon come across a narrow, calm stream running parallel to your path. By the time you both come to the edge of the forest, the stream is now grown up so that it's almost a river and being grown up, It doesn't run and jump and sparkle along as it used to do when it was younger, but moves more slowly, for it knows now where it's going. And it says to itself, there is no hurry, we shall get there someday. But all the little streams higher up in the forest move quickly, eagerly, having so much to find out before it's too late. There's a broad wooden bridge, almost as wide as a road, leading from the forest to the outland. Pooh and Piglet, you both slide your furry paws across the wooden rails of each side of this bridge, looking down and marveling at this beautiful, mighty river that started off as merely a narrow, calm stream. And after you arrive on the other side of the river, you see Rabbit's beautiful garden in the distance ahead. What do you two do?
0: I, I guess I look over at Pooh and I say, it'll sure
1: be good to see Rabbit. I wonder if Christopher Robin is with him.
2: That would be the best, because it also, and just as I uh, take a pause, my, my tummy starts to rumble, and patting it. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm about to get to the point, tummy. I, it's almost midday, or about where it would be. I don't know exactly what time it is, but I do know it's time for another meal. And Rabbit will often say, would you care for lunch or other sensible things like that? So if we can find both Honey and Christopher Robin in his home, I think we'll come to the end of a great adventure.
3: Agreed. As you both approach Rabbit's home, or the hole in the ground leading into his home beneath the surface, you're first met with Rabbit's garden a peaceful place where you both often see Rabbit tending to his rows of carrots, cabbages, potatoes, tomatoes, and rutabagas. But today, something has gone horribly wrong. You both see a giant boulder now resting in the center of Rabbit's garden. Can you both roll perception for me?
0: Yes. 17.
3: There you go, Pooh. Uh, Nice. 12. Yeah, Piglet, I think you are just struck by this massive boulder and you're just staring at it, this one of the biggest things you've ever seen. But Pooh, you turn your face away from the boulder and you're able to trace the path of the boulder in reverse. You see it's damaged a large portion of Rabbit's garden only after breaking down the white picket fence surrounding his garden, only after rolling down the face of a gigantic mountain that you've never seen before. It's as if the mountain popped up in a single day right behind Rabbit's home. It reaches so high into the sky that it almost seems to touch the clouds.
2: Without breaking eye contact with that mountain, basically. I I reach over and beside me to, to tap Piglet on the head. Piglet, there are big trees and there are bigger mountains. Everything
0: is just bigger. Oh, no. Oh, dear, Pooh. These look just like those other trees. Do they look like the other trees?
1: The the, the one tree yeah. that
3: we were up? Okay. Yes, when you look to the mountain and you kind of glance at it, and I mean, it's so massive, you're trying to take it all in, but from a distance, you can see... That all of the trees on the face of this mountain look exactly like the one tree that sprouted up holding the beehive.
0: Oh dear Pooh, we have to get Christopher Robin soon. Come on.
2: I'm really hoping Christopher Robin is here, or at the very least honey, because these mountains and these trees are making me worried, and when I get worried, I get hungry. Come on piglet
3: Pooh there's a, a bunch of vegetables uh nearby as you approach it, you see the the ones that haven't been damaged by this falling boulder. You see a lot of vegetables. I'm not sure if Pooh is the kind of one to just steal some <laughs> or borrow <laughs> vegetables from rabbit
2: <laughs> i I have borrowed things from him in the past, and I do eat things other than honey, but when I am feeling a uh, like a sudden urge or I should say like basically the equivalent of like a sugar low hitting mm. me, then I I'm, I'm heading straight to the the easiest and quickest source, which is I'm, I'm going to go inside and see if it has any pots of honey for me. So I'm, I'm passing by and I, and I see them and I, and I clock them, but I, I don't stoop to pick any up.
3: Okay. Can you both, as you both kind of approach this fence, let's say you both maybe, take a step through the picket fence and you are starting to walk on the garden kind of closer to this mysterious boulder. Can you both roll perception again and piglet you can roll with advantage since it has to do with your Ooh. sense Excellent. of hearing.
2: 10. Right, so
3: 14 for
0: me. It's my best.
3: Yeah. I'd say that you both hear something faint from behind the boulder it sounds like someone straining or whimpering.
2: I toddle over, like I toddle quick, more quickly, uh, pulling a uh, piglet with me yeah, to I'm the source of that sound.
3: Going along. Yeah, you both check behind the boulder, and you see Rabbit bending over, desperately pawing at something underneath the boulder. At first, you see two unblinking eyes of a face pinned underneath the boulder. And just before you fear the worst, you see more details on this creature. A large green and yellow checkered sweater wrapped around a poorly stitched pink trunk, and dozens of sticks poking out from underneath the boulder. You both realize that this isn't a creature at all, it's Rabbit's Heffalump Scarecrow that he stitched himself.
0: This is just this is uh this is Rabbit's Scarecrow.
2: Oh right, this this is this is the one we named Kevin
0: that's right killer Kevin with the slick moves
2: rabbit what what did you do to Kevin
3: and rabbit is a frantic he's pawing at this that this thing he's like huffing and puffing he can't believe what's what's going on to his beautiful garden and he turns away uh hearing your 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 voices and looks at you oh Oh, Pooh! Oh, Piglet! Can you- can you believe this? What
2: is happening? This boulder just came off that mountain over there! Was that mountain there this morning or even yesterday morning?
3: Oh, Pooh! You're not- certainly not as dumb as you look. You know that wasn't here yesterday. You were here- eating honey with me, and the ground was flat as it's supposed to be. No, I, I, this, there was rumbles this morning when I woke up, and when I came out of my bed and out of my hole, I saw this mountain here. And every time the, the ground shakes, it just seems to grow and grow. And almost on cue, the ground begins to rumble again, as it has been uh, occasionally throughout the day. And when it does, you both look to the mountain, and you see it going higher and higher a few, a few dozen feet before yeah. it stops and the ground stops moving. Plate you, you, see
2: that? That's... Plate you, you see that? plate
3: a You see that? What is happening, my poor garden?
1: Rabbit. 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 What? Get, get yourself together, okay? Have you seen Christopher Robin? We need to find Christopher Robin. He can help us.
3: Do you, you know said that? I have a question or two for him. I, all I know is that his Christopher Robin's tree with the green door is at the top of that mountain. Do you know anything
0: about Baxian? Baxian?
3: Back, what? Are, are you Shion? trying to read again, Piglet? Well.
2: I... Well, we were reading one note and there was a lot of honey on it. Look. But he's right.
3: And I hold up the note in yeah, yeah, he takes it from you and
0: looks at it. H- help me
3: back son. Not not back Sion, It's back back son. Hmm. Enchanted place. I Don't, and I'm assuming, Pooh, this honey that's smearing the rest of the note is your, is your fault?
2: Typically, if it is honey, and there is a fault to be had, it is my fault.
3: I don't know what a Baxon is, but I understand Help Me and his initials CR, uh, but... I I can't help him right now, but uh, all I can do is help myself and help save my garden.
2: Wait, Rabbit, did you say that Christopher Robin's treehouse is at the top of that big mountain that's only growing? Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: That's what I said. It used to just be, you know, a couple hundred feet down this direction on a flat surface, but now it's all the way up that mountain. Oh, I don't know dear. how we're gonna see him again, or how he's gonna see us. Pooh, we better go.
1: I'm sorry, Rabbit, but we really need to find Christopher Robin.
3: And he uh, grabs you both by your the, the fur of your chest. Oh my God! And says, "What? Hold on, Rabbit. I need you to help me. I need this Heffalump Scarecrow before it's too late." Too late? And suddenly, you three hear an ominous sound, a fluttering sound. It sounds like the wings of a bird. And then the fluttering sound grows and grows and grows until it's almost deafening. And just as you think your heads are about to explode by this cacophony of this fluttering sound, it suddenly goes quiet.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Rap, rabbit. Is that what was too late and now it is too late?
3: And you just see his, him eyes wide and trembling as he's still holding you. And his head just slowly nods up and down, terrified. And he takes you and himself and pulls all three of you uh, around the boulder. And so as he pulls you, you three slowly peek your heads around this massive boulder in front of you, looking towards the tree line you just emerged from that signals the edge of the 100 acre woods. And as you look up towards this tree line, you see dozens and dozens and dozens of crows perched on the branches. Staring down, not at you, but at the delicious vegetables ripe for the stealing. Poo! Piglet! Whatever you have to do, protect my garden!
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: another. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do.
3: I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you've got. Now I'm back and all these government issue prosthetics are falling apart.
2: What the hell are you doing in my barn?
3: I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be
1: on my way.
2: That'll be Arlen
3: Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge.
2: Broken Road, a
1: dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv
2: forward slash broken road.